This episode of Going Forward is brought to you by Optimizer, an award-winning PPC management tool used by advertisers worldwide. Save time and boost the performance of your PPC campaigns on Facebook, Amazon, and Google, or Microsoft. Get a 14-day free trial at optimizer.com slash go slash VIP. Welcome to Going Forward, where inspiring conversations with leaders and entrepreneurs shape tomorrow. Dive into the depths of their journeys, the hurdles they've overcome, and the insights they bring to the future. Let's get moving right here, right now on Going Forward. I, I, I'm fanning out, right? I'm fanning out. I've got Mr. Chris Ronzio, CEO and founder of Trainual on the line today. Chris, what is going on, man? How you doing? What's happening, Eric? I, I'm fanning. I'm so excited. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Man, um, you know, full disclosure, uh, Chris and I bumped into one another at a conference in, in Austin. And I, I said to Chris, I was like, you know, man, uh, I think we did the train you thing. And I don't know. And man, you walked right from behind the booth and you're like, when did you do it? It's like, dude, we did some updates and everything else. And I was like, oh, OK, I uh, every time I came back and, uh, you know, I would come down. I was like, I was like, he wasn't kidding. And. <laughs> I was I, I think I came up to you and I was like, hey, we're doing it. We are doing it. And I think uh, that's right. Then in there, we were like, all right, I'm signing on with Trainual. And we're going to talk about Trainual and we're going to talk about you, Mr. Chris Ronzio, and actually what brought everything to be. But, you know, for those folks exactly who don't know who you are and what Trainual is, please help them understand. I love that you jumped back in and that you took the plunge. And I'm so excited to talk about it today. It's like, do you remember when Burger King released their new fries? Do you remember that? It was yeah, like, yeah, got new fries. And everybody's like, oh, if you haven't tried Burger King's fries, you got to go back and try them. That's right. how I feel about training. It's like, if you haven't tried it lately, you haven't tried it because yeah. we've put so much into the platform and uh, it's been around for a little while. So let me share the, the quick story. So going back, I started my first company uh, when I was a teenager. I was 14. It was a video production company. We did youth sporting events. It started in Massachusetts, where I grew up. It's mm -hmm. quickly spread around New England, up and down the East Coast. As I went through high school, went through college, we were spread across the West Coast. And by the time I finished school, uh, I had three offices. We were doing events in all 50 states. And the biggest thing in that business was process. It was how do we consistently wow. do what we do in any venue, any sporting event in the country so that when people show up, they get the same experience. They they see the same brand. They purchase their videos in the same way. Everything was processed. Mm -hmm. so I had checklists and standard operating procedures and dialed in processes for how we did everything, how we trained our camera operators, our production managers, our editors, every person in the uh, in the company. And when I sold that business, I realized that that was a pretty unique skill set. A lot of right. people don't invest in operations. And so friends of mine started saying, hey, can you help me with my operations? Can you help make my business turnkey, dial in my processes, my responsibilities? And so I started doing that little by little until I realized every company needs this package, this playbook of mm -hmm. who they are and how they operate. And that's what led to Trainual. So late 2014, early 2015, built this little prototype software for my consulting clients. Wow. And that today has spread around the world. So it's been a cool journey. I've heard you refer to Trainual as a playbook for businesses, you know? Yeah. And I like to think, you know, when, you know, us founders, we want to run our companies like a sports team. And, and if you are, regardless of what sport you're in, you always have to have a playbook, right? 
Um, yeah. So, you know, referring to that sports book, I mean, referring to sports and kind of thinking of Trainio too. Now I can see exactly why you say it is the business playbook. Um, so is there, has there ever been a time where, where someone has said to you, like, I don't want to be processed to death? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, of course. <laughs> I mean, as founders, we don't want process, right? We don't want to be told what to do. When you mm -hmm. start your business, there is no process. Everything is an experiment. You're figuring it out at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. But same with a team on a, a team that just starts from scratch. No one has plays yet. You got to figure out what each person's specialty is. And then you develop the plays that put your team in the best position to win. And mm -hmm. as you develop those plays, then you start to run the plays. Later in the season, you see teams running more plays because the team has gotten gelled together and they understand how to work with each other. And so it's the same with the business. At the beginning of your business, you shouldn't have a playbook because no one knows how mm -hmm. to run this business the right way. You have to figure it out. You have to experiment. You have to figure out how I do things that make customers happy, that make me the most profit. But as owners or as entrepreneurs or even as the first employees in a business, when you start doing things repeatedly over and over and over again, and you realize, okay, I've done this 10 times the same exact way. Mm -hmm. Well, now you're just repeating the job. Now you're just showing up and doing the work. And mm. if you want to scale the business, you need to plug someone else in to do that job so that you can go figure out the next job. And documentation, creating the playbook is the way to scale. It's like putting down the cement when you're building each level of your foundation. You need to put down new people that can do these things in the business. And that's what requires process. That's what requires a playbook. And so for us entrepreneurs, we're always creating the next process. We're not adhering to the process. We're creating the process. But for our teams, if they want to do things consistently, they need process. They need mm -hmm. to play. And that's the value it serves. You, you know, one thing you talked about entrepreneurs, we don't, we don't always adhere to the process. And I think you're right in, uh, there's going to be some entrepreneurs who may dial into the beginning of this and they're going to wonder, like, what can this do for my business? Can this help me with sales? Can this help me with more revenue? And and in turn, I believe having a better process can, you know? Yeah. What it helps is it helps you clone yourself. You know, if if you've ever thought, I wish I had more of me or like mm -hmm. your best employee, you're like, why don't I have more of that person? Well, Cloning yourself might not be possible, but if you can clone someone's role in the business, if you can clone the results that they have, the impact that they make in the business, you know, you might have a salesperson that can bring in a couple hundred thousand dollars in sales in a year. Well, why wouldn't you have five of those people? If the, the difference between having one and having five is the instructions to turn four more people into the first person, you know, like that, that's what you're missing. And it's yeah. the same for any position in a company. And so what does this do for people? Well, first, it frees up your time so that you can focus on other things in the business. And next, it replicates your your success, your sales. So I think back to my video company, you know, when I was on camera, I would spend eight hours on the camera at a sporting venue and then i'd go home and i'd spend the next few days editing the production right and then i would spend the next few days after that uh replicating all the dvds and shipping them out and you know being the the fulfillment manager and then i'd spend the the next few days after that wow. and in like customer service land and like emailing people that they're tracking information and and whatever and then i'd spend the next few weeks after that in the sales mode trying to get my next job yeah you know and you can't scale a business that way. You're mm. basically patching together a job for yourself if you're switching from one position to the next in the business. 
And so what training, what documentation does is it says, hey, here's the way to do those five jobs. I need four other people to help me do the jobs all in the same day or all in the same week mm -hmm. so that I can get specialized and focus on the thing I do best. And as my video business grew, I went from being on camera to having 25 people on camera on the same day at five different venues around the country in five different states. You know, and you can't do all of that yourself, but if you can package up how you want it done and teach other people to do it, that's how you scale your time. Now, you 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 hit on a couple of great things right right there. You were talking about the other people and going to the 25. Now, I always think about Bill Belichick when I think about process. And and it was almost like, you know, during the era when him and Tom Brady had their run, it was like he could put anyone on that team and win a Super Bowl. He brought in Randy Moss. He brought in all these different people, these different positions. And it was almost like he had the process and he had the playbook. And every player almost said, you know, they have a process in New England to be able to win. And it was like he had this method. Right. But then when Tom Brady left, everything kind of went down. They're the, one of the worst teams, worst records in the NFL now. So what do you say to those CEOs and those founders that say, well, I just need better players, not better processes, right? Hmm. I think it's both. Before I get into answering your question directly, though, can I tell you a side story? Yeah, please. I So when I was in college, I there was this career fair, job fair thing going on. And I was running my video company at the time. And so I wasn't interested in getting a job. But one of the booths as I'm walking around this, the hallway is the New England Patriots. Oh. And so, of course, I stop at the booth and I'm like, well, I've, I got to know what, it, yeah. like, what are you hiring for? What are the positions? And they said, well, we're looking for quality control interns. And I said, well, what does that mean? And they mm. said, well, we need people that are kind of like secret shopping fans to come through and critique what we do at the stadium. And I was like, sign me up. I want to do that. <laughs> and so, so I'm standing there filling out the, the the list. I get a phone call from one of their people. I did a quick phone interview and they hired me as a as a quality control intern. So again, this is it's kind of just like for fun while I'm in college. Wow. But for a season, I went to every game and I would show up hours before the game and they'd have me measure the amount of time it took to get from the highway to the parking lot. You know, did the parking attendants send me in the right direction? And then I would get into the stadium. They would give me a few hundred dollars in cash with instructions like go buy a T-shirt at the store, go buy a hot dog at the stand and rate how hot was the hot dog, you know, one to five. Wow. And did the security guy know where the nearest ATM was? And so they yeah. had process, quality, everything dialed in as a team. And you could see it as a, an attendee. You could see it as an employee in the building, not even to mention the players and the coaches and how they the, ran the, the organization. So to get back to your, your bigger question, Man. I think it's important to have the structure and the process and the roles of which roles people are fitting into to do the job well. Everyone needs to know their role. And so when they could bring in someone like a Randy Moss and say, mm -hmm. we just need you to run down the field and catch incredible passes, like he had a very narrow role and he fit into the structure of their offense. And, and you know, whereas uh, when you lose a, a superstar like, uh, you know, Hall of Famer like Tom Brady at the mm -hmm. quarterback mm -hmm. position, it's hard to just plug in a, a superstar back in that same role. So it does take both. It takes incredible performers. You need the talent in your business, mm -hmm. but you also need the structure, the process 
for that talent. And so you've seen a lot of teams over the years that have incredible talent, right? Like, you know, I'm a basketball guy. For me, what comes Same. to mind is is like, you know, uh, the the big three in Brooklyn, you know, when when er Kyrie and Durant and, oh. and, you know, James Harden are all there, they just couldn't make it work, right? You right, got tons right. of talent. But you didn't have the structure. You didn't have the 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 roles and the team to be able to pull that together. You need both things in a business for it to be successful: talent plus process. That's true. I mean, imagine if the Chicago Bulls back in the day, taking it back to basketball, had uh, you know had all five Michael Jordans, they wouldn't be exactly where they are now. And and I doubt if they would win if they had all five Michael Jordans. Yeah, I don't you know. know. That's that's a. Uh, like I, I can't even imagine five Michael Jordan sounds incredible, <laughs> but no, you're right. They probably, they'd probably all be uh, in jail because they gambled each other to death. Or something, right? <laughs> well, see the new England Patriots story. I had no idea that you had a relationship with them. And I just brought the whole bill Belichick thing up because I knew they had process, you know? Yeah. Um, you, there was a quote that you had, you said, building a business is not just about the product. It's about the people and process behind it. So go in, go into that for me, Chris. Yes, it's it's funny. You know, I, I was actually listening to the Elon Musk audiobook this past weekend. I don't know if you've heard it. The, no, the newer I haven't. one. I haven't. He said something very similar in and, and I don't remember when where where you're getting that quote from when I said it, but <laughs> I believe it. And, and so I'm just gonna use this story. So Elon was talking about the the product, you know, of, of the the Tesla when they were first starting the manufacturing, they had designed this beautiful product. But he spent more time on the manufacturing floor than he did with the designers. And his reasoning for that was that the product isn't what makes the company successful. It's the process of efficiently manufacturing the product, efficiently mm. delivering the product to the customers. I do think it's both. I think in order to have a product that people love, it's got to be, you know, designed well it's got to be a great idea right uh, but there's a lot of great products and a lot of great businesses that just don't make it mm, that's true. a lot of small businesses don't make it that's too true. many like 95 yeah. percent, right and and they can be incredible they can be artisans they can be extremely uh effective at, at what they do and and they just can never grow past being that technician being that artisan being that that person that that does something really well. So to build a business, you need to put people and process around your product. Mm -hmm. Your your product will never never scale, never become something that everyone in the world knows if you don't have people and process that help replicate that initial person. Mm -hmm. And and that's what the playbook this concept of a playbook does. It's not limited just to the step-by-step -step sequence of how I do something, your standard operating procedures. It's also your culture and your values. Well, wow. the way that you in, in, interact with customers because it your brand is every bit as responsible for your success as your the sequence that you do something is your process right and and so all of that is encompassed in your playbook it's how do you replicate the success you're having on a small scale on a big scale and and that's people in process so so you you mentioned uh uh having your culture and also your values are those things that should be documented as well even 100%. though they, they're not a process they're not like this is how we do this is one task that we do and we do it this way. So, I mean, how do you document your culture and your your values? How do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah, 100%. So, 
I, so I call the business playbook, my book, the business playbook, you can find it on Amazon or anywhere else, uh, breaks it down into four different areas. Mm-hmm. And so your company's playbook consists of number one, your profile, the okay. profile of your business. And what that means is it's largely your culture, your brand, your stories. It's like if your company had a dating profile, what would it look like? You know, it's <laughs> it's like, who are you and what are you all about? Right. And so, so for business, that is your mission, your vision, your values, what makes you what makes you different from other companies. Hmm. It's your founding story, like why you even got into this company, mm-hmm. the key milestones that you've hit along the way that people should know about your business. It's the customer that you serve, your ideal customer. It's the market that you're in. It's the competitors that you have. All of those things, those like business plan sort of things that you might pitch an investor to is the same kind of stuff that you want to introduce every single new hire to in your business. That's your profile. And so your culture piece fits into that bucket. Um, Documenting your culture is, I think, the the most crucial thing you can do up front, because in the absence of any process documentation, your culture, your values, your why are we doing this? will directionally help people make the right decisions. You know, if they understand the customer they're trying to serve, the product that they're offering, the way that we interact with each other and the behaviors that tie us together, mm-hmm. that checks a lot of boxes for how we're supposed yeah. to operate around here, right? Yeah. And so c- culture is the first piece to document. So that's all part of your profile. I'll hit on the other three quickly because you didn't ask about them, but we can get deep. If yeah, you want. no, I want to know them. Give it to me. Yeah. So the second one is people, Mm -hmm. because when you join a business, the people make your business a lot different from even a company across the street in the same industry. Mm -hmm. And so people is roles and responsibilities. It's everybody's bios, their background, their personal history. It's their contact information. It's anything you would need to know about your coworkers. That's Mm -hmm. your people. Third is your policies. So policies are how we choose to run our businesses, the decisions we make. You know, do we work remotely? Do we work in an office? What time do we work? How often do we pay people? What are the perks and benefits here? All of those are policy decisions that you make. And then finally, process. And the reason process is last is because uh, you'll spend forever changing your processes. You'll always have a new best practice, a new way to do things. But those first three are kind of the foundation to your business. And so Mm -hmm. I always recommend people document your profile, your people, your policies, and then constantly be iterating on your processes. Can you have too many, uh, too many processes and too many policies, Chris? Yes. Yes to both. So I'll start with policy. You don't want to be slapping policies on everything uh, just for the heck of it, because Mm -hmm. that causes a lot of bureaucracy and red tape in the business. Mm. Policy can slow you down and you don't want too much of it. You want enough of it to give people the answers to questions they would need to know. So I'll give you an example here. Um, Really early on in Trainual, like I'm talking first three or four people, we Mm -hmm. had someone come in for a few days and uh, for a, a customer support role. And I just knew three days in that they were not a fit. They, they, wow. uh, they just, they didn't fit the the culture. They didn't fit the behaviors. And, and I hadn't figured out why I hadn't, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't documented it. I hadn't written it down, hadn't figured out why. And when I let them go, I, I felt bad about it. I felt like I didn't set this person up for success because I didn't do the, the pre-work, the homework to outline what success in the company looks like. 
and and that's a you know it can be policy oriented it can be profile or or culture oriented but you want to do that that pre-work to understand who is going to be successful here and what do i expect of them is it okay to show up wearing uh you know wearing shorts and flip-flops or we mm -hmm. like a suit kind of environment right. that's a policy decision is it okay to work at two in the morning if I'm getting my work done? Or do I need to be on during business hours to answer customer emails? Um, what is the policy expectation here? These are things that you can answer in advance. Now on the flip side, if you're creating policies, um, you know, like, like, uh, because you had one infraction of like one crazy person, like right. do not don't park your car in the bushes, um, <laughs> you know, because one person <laughs> accidentally did that. Um, now you're just creating a bunch of noise for all the other people and oh, you don't want to do it. Yeah, good so, point. So don't create too much policy. And then similarly, don't create too much uh, process. You know, so, sometimes people go about documenting process and they think, let me get so detail oriented, so granular. I want 100% of everything in my business written down. No, <laughs> I, I've done it. Yeah. This guy did no. it. <laughs> no, because then because what happens is then stuff starts to change and keeping it updated is a full time job. So yeah. the stuff you want documented is the 50 to 80 percent of things in your business that are done consistently that aren't changing. And when you've got that, the consistent things in the business documented, um, you're you're way ahead of most people. The rest is innovation, experimentation, subtle differences that don't make a big difference to, to the, the business. Mm -hmm. um, you want to document and have process for the stuff that really matters. Yeah. yeah well, Chris, with, with all these things, like you said, you don't want to make it a full time job to keep up with it. Well, who's responsible for making sure that you have the pol the right policies and, you know, the right uh, processes? Who's responsible for that? Is it an HR person? Is it the entire team? Who's responsible for that? So policy is some of it's going to be you know legally required and so you may have some policies that just based on the jurisdictions you do business in the states you have people living in some things are required and right. so definitely work with your hr your legal teams make sure that you've got the the legal stuff in there right. the rest of the policy kind of things are are like you know do i wear pants or not when I'm on the zoom at home, you know, like, what do we expect of people? And that's, that's <laughs> usually like the leadership's team team's decision. Right. Um, so that's, that's for, uh, for, for policy, for process, every process in a business, every area in a business should have someone that owns it. And so in a software like ours, mm. you, you distinguish, you decide who owns this process. That's the person that's responsible for keeping it updated, for making sure it's done correctly, for making sure that all the people beneath them have been trained on it. So divide and conquer with process. Man, that, that's interesting. Chris, you, you know, you brought up a lot of things and earlier. You talked about being able to scale your business with processes. And, and I don't think it's really attractive. Let's just say if someone's looking in on your business, the one thing they want to know is, you know, is this thing going to be hard to run? You know, when they walk in and they look in the door and couldn't that not having your processes documented or or having these things in place, couldn't that prevent someone from going forward with buying your business? Oh, a thousand percent. So we actually do a lot of work with the International Business Brokers Association and the Certified Exit Planning Associations and the groups that are focused on people selling their business. Mm -hmm. And 
what we what we hear time and time again is that a company that has documented process, a company that feels turnkey to operate, first of all, it sells way more quickly. Mm. Uh, far more of those deals cross the finish line and don't fall apart in due diligence. Wow. And then they have more success uh, during that period of continuity to the new buyer. Because in the same way that, you know, selling your your laptop with the original packaging sells more on eBay. Like mm -hmm. people want the instructions and whatever yeah. included, you know, <laughs> when you buy a business, you want to feel like, okay, I got the whole thing. I've got the, I, I, there's no surprises here. Um, you know, it's funny with Trainual, we, we raised investor money along the way as well. When we were looking for investors or, or courting investors, we train them with Trainual. We uh, assigned them uh, material inside Trainual to learn all about us as a business. Wow. And investors would tell me, like, I I've never had a company just teach me all of that asynchronously. I know more about Trainual than any other business that we're looking at right now. Wow. It, it creates so much confidence with a buyer, whether it's an investor buying part of the business or someone buying the whole business. So absolutely helps you sell your business. I, I think I'm going to dub you the professor of process after today. <laughs> How about that, it. man? <laughs> all right, we're going to take it. a break and we're going to come back uh, and we're going to talk a little more about, you know, how organizations can scale with better processes. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. So we'll be right back after this break. Hold tight, listeners. We're taking a brief pause. Going forward, we'll be back shortly with more insightful conversations. Hello? Whoa, dude. You got to pass some things off. Thank you. This is how you do it. If you don't have Montel Jordan, you need Trainual. Build your playbook, train your team, scale your business. With Trainual, get started free at trainual.com. Man, look at that. You even got Mr. Montel Jordan in there who just celebrated a birthday this past week or so, man. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say that. His birthday was Sunday, I think. Yeah. So one of the things in there, you actually offered, you know, like a free trial of Trainual. Uh, right there in that in that ad, but I, I think before the call you were talking, you said you had something special for the Going Forward Nation today. Yes. So for the whole Going Forward Nation, if you want to try Trainual, if you want to kick the tires, sign up for our free trial. Go to our website mm -hmm. and then enter the coupon code Going Forward Twenty, all caps, Going Forward Twenty. You'll get twenty percent off your first year, so hundreds of dollars in savings. Set you up big for process next year. So I think now is probably the best time for people to really um, take a look at themselves internally. Uh, I'm going to tell you something, Chris. I, I should have sent this to you over uh, right before we got on, but we actually shut down a few days after I met you uh, and we worked on, guess what? Processes. Okay. No nice. kidding. We, we booked uh, a condo on the Isle of Palms, you know, here in the Charleston area, which is a beach oasis. And we did nothing except work on processes. No kidding. I love and, it. And um, I'm going to tell you, you know, um, you know, Chris uh, had no idea I was going to say this today. And there was, uh, I believe we were some of those businesses that we did great work. But man, I really figured out how unorganized we were when I started to take a look back and say, why is turnover so high? Hmm. Right. 
why is turnover so high or um why are people why were some people unhappy why were some people unhappy and it was because i think you know as ceos we think everyone should think like us and why don't these people when they come in have the same expectation and the same work ethic that i do they should figure it out but we made it tough for them and there was a study uh, that i saw and it said that if people have a great onboarding within their first 100 days, that they actually turn out to be longer term team members and they're happier team members. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the experience of joining a business has gotta be one of the most jarring experiences we face as adults. You know, oh. for people that get a job and you get thrown into a new reality with a new set of people, with new responsibilities. You're not sure how you're going to be measured in terms of success. You mm -hmm. don't know all the information and what's what's been decided or not decided over the years. You have no historical context for the business. You're trying to figure out your footing on, you know, are there po internal politics that I need to navigate? Uh, you you want to make sure that you're successful in doing the job that they hired you to do it's mm -hmm. it's such a jarring difficult time for a new yeah. person joining a business and so if you can have a really welcoming experience where people are happy you're there they're excited you're there they're mm -hmm. praising you for some early wins mm -hmm. and they're excited for for how you're going to develop versus an experience where people largely ignore you where you don't feel like you belong where you don't feel like you're doing a good job where you're not exactly sure what's expected of you like those are two dramatically different experiences yeah and i think people joining businesses today can be at the polar opposite ends of of that spectrum you know and so so what we're trying to do with with our software is to make that experience more predictable you want the same experience when someone joins your business. And so if you mention, uh, you know, turnover, why have some people stayed and some people haven't stayed? Well, mm -hmm. you do a little digging and you take a look at what was the experience or the qualifications or the source of the person for the ones that had the longest tenure. Yeah. And when, when you do that digging, you start to compare some common denominators. And maybe you say, oh, all of the people that really stuck had been referred by uh, a friend, another uh, another friend. Well, what did they get from that reference? Well, mm -hmm. maybe they got more of an inside scoop on what to expect about the business. And so maybe wow. for, for people coming in cold, we need to do a better job educating them during the application process to make sure that it's a good fit culturally upfront. You know, you, you uncover these like little nuggets based on wow. the variables between people, because what you're trying to do is create this best practice, the best path of success, mm -hmm. whether it's for an employee, for a customer of yours, um, you know, it's all about best practices and uh, and documenting those. You know, right before the break, we uh, I want to come back to that. But right before the break, we were talking about, you know, your businesses are a little more attractive when people can kind of see like it's turnkey using yeah. the word that you said as well. I mean, do you find it also where once CEOs or founders get these processes and policies in place, they could really step back a little bit oh, and, yeah. and they're, they're not so involved, you know, and it's almost like they duplicated themselves, you know, do Completely. you see that happening a lot? Completely. I mean, I, I can share, from from my experience, you know, my when I had my video company, 
you know, I, I, again, I used to travel and go to every event. And I remember when I moved to Arizona, which was about 14, 15 years ago, we had five events going on on the same day. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a, a weekday. And I was, I went for a walk on the golf course with my wife. And I remember us just talking about like, wow, we've got, there's five events in five different States happening right wow. now. I'm not at any of them. It feels so good. You know, and, and when you fast forward through, you know, my, my own history, I've, I've, I think about like I had two kids, we we've taken months off at a time where in the summer when the kids are off, we go and, and spend time somewhere else in the world. And, and I know that the business still works. Earlier this year, I went to Antarctica for three weeks, you know, and and the company wow. came back and, and the company still works because when you've got great people and they know what they're responsible for, then as the owner, you get to put yourself in a different headspace where mm-hmm. You're not, you know, I'm not constantly on vacation. I work really hard, but I'm working on the next big things. Like, how are we going to find a new big channel for the yeah. business that drives millions of dollars in sales? Or how how are we going to uh, bring on a, a new investor? Or how are we going to strategically change where the product is going? Or what's a company we're going to acquire? I wouldn't have the the space to work on those problems if I hadn't been able to package up you know, how, how we operate in day to day. And, and that's what business owners have to have to get beyond is the daily operations, the weekly operations of the business. Because when you trust your daily operations, it gives you that full day to maybe be at a conference, right? When you trust your weekly operations, it gives you a week to maybe go leave and do strategic planning. Yeah. If you trusted your monthly operations, maybe that gives you enough time to, you know, go to a different country and set up a new office there. Like as you unlock these different levels of operational stability, it um, it gives you the extra time and mental bandwidth to focus on the bigger opportunities. I, I want to stay on that word operational stability because you know how many people are running seven, eight, nine figure companies and they can't take a break like just what you were talking about, Chris? I mean that's that's insane to me. Yeah, totally. It's it's horrible. When when you've got a uh you know seven, eight, nine figure company, you can afford a lot of roles unless unless you're just bleeding money and, mm-hmm. and you know you you're struggling to stay alive. At that size business, you've developed a a, a product market fit, uh, some kind of popular product or service. You've got yeah. a, a stable business. If it's not operationally stable enough for the leaders to be able to unplug a little, you've built a crappy business. <laughs> like, <laughs> like cut it, cut it back down and try again. You know, like, like get rid of some of your worst, least profitable customers. Stop selling so many SKUs and so many things you do. Like make a smaller, easier to maintain business and build it back yeah. better. Um, you know, it's it's not all about just driving your top line revenue. You want to build a successful company and successful companies have space for the owners, the leaders to think. You know, I think there was a few years ago where the word hustle was just like the the word that every founder CEO wanted to use. And now it's like, I don't want to be a hustler. I want to be a CEO. You know, and it's like it's like it's like now it's like if you have something like Trainio in your business, it helps you to become not just the CEO, but a better CEO, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hustle, I think, can be 
I, I don't think hustle is a bad thing. I think, I think, you know, if, if you're eager, you're anxious, you're, you know, rearing a go like that, that's a good thing that you're enthusiastic, that you act on ideas, like all of those pieces of hustle I like, but yeah. when hustle means doing a bunch of tiny tasks that don't move the needle just to feel busy, mm. that's not good. You know, wow. when your, your time needs to be spent on, on big problems. And so, you know, something that anybody on this call could do is just write down all of your activities that you're doing today or this week, look at your calendar and put dollar signs next to things. You know, is it a $1 sign activity? Is it a $2 sign activity? Is it a $4 sign activity? And the more $4 sign activities you're doing, the more impact you're potentially making for the business. Wow. Whereas if you're doing all of this, you know, kind of low hanging fruit stuff, you need to offload that. You've got to delegate it, find someone else to do it because businesses don't grow if they're capped by their highest value people doing their lowest value tasks. Wow. Say it one more time. Businesses don't grow if they're capped with their highest value people doing their lowest value tasks. Wow, that is so strong. So from the people standpoint, because we talked about the people and we talked about process, how do, and, and we talked about it from a CEO standpoint, how do the people look at something like Trainual? Like, um, you know, let's let's just say your group, I mean, they've grown up with it. They're used to it. Yeah. But how do people, do they like it? Or do they say like, oh man, everything's documented. I mean, from a people point of view, Tell me what you've, uh, the feedback you've gotten. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the easiest answer is pe people say like, oh, it's, I, uh, just ask Trainual. you know, like if you, if you've got a question, just ask Trainual. it's probably right. in there, you know, and, and you can literally just type a question into the software. And if you have access to the data, it'll just give you an answer. It's like Google home or Alexa wow. or something like that. And so, so when, when your people can see Trainual as, a, it's it's not training that's being jammed down their throat like the old school you know DMV training about your you're getting your license or whatever you know it's 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 like this is useful stuff for how to do my job better and if mm -hmm. I have a question about how we do this or who do I go to for what responsibility I can ask this software and it tells me that helps me operate better and and same for your new people when they're gets getting started. If you're giving them their, this consistent experience and they're watching videos about the company and they're they're seeing you and your face telling them a story about your your you know your uh, your mission and your vision, um, that's valuable for them. It helps create a connection between the person and and the leaders or the, the business. It helps them get to know their coworkers. And so it's all around a positive thing. Information that's available to you is a very positive thing. How's Trainual kind of shaped your look at entrepreneurship? Well, you know, f for me, Trainual is a little bit more about making a a worldwide impact to entrepreneurship because I've always I've always been an entrepreneur. You know, I was like the the four year old that was washing cars <laughs> so I could afford Ninja Turtle action figures. Um, like I've always been an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and and for me, it was at, at the beginning it was a, about service. You know, I was washing cars, I was doing landscaping, I was shooting videos for people into high yeah. school. And then something changed and I learned how to use operations to scale the business. And I had my success with my company. Then I started the, my consulting business, which was to teach that methodology to other 
people, but also being paid for service. Mm. And this whole chapter with Trainual is how do I empower businesses around the world to do this themselves, that they don't need a, a, a necessarily a, a consultant or something to do it. And they don't need to be an expert, but they have this software tool that supercharges their business. You know, right now, you could ask any company listening to this, uh, you know, the, the whole audience, uh, do, do you think it would be valuable for your business to have all of the knowledge, all of the history, all of the process, all the best wow. practices in your company in one place? Do you think that'd be valuable? I bet everyone says, yes, that'd be valuable. Now you ask them all, do you want to go do that today or tomorrow? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I got, other, I got other things to do. I've got a meeting. I've got... <laughs> You know, and so so what we're trying to do with Trainual is make it just sort of passively in the background, collect all of the information about your business from all of your people, from all those mm -hmm. different process owners, because no one disagrees that it's important and it's valuable. It just needs to be easier. That's what we're working on. Man, we're going to take one final break and I want to come back and talk about the different kinds of businesses or even education that could be using Trainual. Is that OK? Sounds good. All right, we'll be right Hold back. tight, listeners. We're taking a brief pause. Going forward, we'll be back shortly with more insightful conversations. Hey, it's Eric here from VIP Marketing, and I want to ask you digital marketers something. Are you frustrated with your current PPC marketing campaigns? Well, I want to tell you about a tool that we use here at our agency. It's called Optimizer. You have the ability to get your reports up to date and make sure that you get alerts on them. You can even work into workflows as well. So if you're frustrated with your campaigns right now and the reporting systems that you use, I want to give you a 14-day free trial of Optimizer. Go to optimizer.com slash go slash VIP. Now, Chris, we talked a lot about um, businesses using Trainual. But it's it's bigger than just one business. You know, tell me the different types of businesses that you've seen it, uh, you've seen use Trainual, or can you use Trainual in education? Yeah, yeah. So we've got this chart, this pie chart that I've used with investors that show the industries that use Trainual, and it's just like a thousand little slices in a big circle, you know, because there's so many companies that just need operations wow. process. It's really industry agnostic. But the commonality, I would say, is that they're businesses that employ people for some kind of service. So it could be a B2B service, like we've got mm -hmm. a ton of agencies, law firms, accounting firms, um, in, you know, investment VC firms, or it could be like home services. We've got a ton of landscaping and and uh, roofing and cleaning and those kind of businesses. Medical and dental is a big vertical. Nonprofits and then education that you mentioned. And so, uh, in education, you know, these are are people businesses. You've got. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times districts with a lot of different schools and oh. they want those schools to operate in the same kind of way. They've got policies or philosophies that span across the schools. And then within a school, you have your, you know, your, your whole faculty and you've got, again, methodologies, how you, how you work with the children, how you build your curriculums, how you do interactions with wow. parents, how you send all of these are processes, right? And so, so, um, you know, so education is absolutely a vertical for us or around the world, but really it's just, it's, it's not constrained to just a business. It's any organization, uh, any, any group that needs to 
get common information across. We've got, uh, for instance, this past weekend, I was doing a, uh, a half Ironman race. And yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Congrats, and and our, thank you. Uh, so Ironman uses train you across all of North America to train the volunteers at the wow. races. So tens of thousands of volunteers that are, you know, handing out bananas and putting on band-aids and, and, you know, give it <laughs> like they need to know where to go and what to do and how to do it. And so anything that involves organizing people, you know, you could use a system like ours. So, so what about those companies? Like, cause a lot of them don't know how to set things up. If you give them the tool, like, like me years ago, I had the tool. I didn't know how to use it. Do you guys help with any kind of implementation uh, you know, with those businesses or businesses that employ people, do you help with that? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a, so, so a couple different things there. First of all, we've got a, an army of a few hundred third party consultants that are certified mm -hmm. in Trainual. And so if you're mm -hmm. looking for someone that can come into your business, help you do all the work, uh, you know, map your processes that knows our software inside and out, just trainual.com slash consultants. So that's wow. a great resource for people. When you sign up for our product, you get about six weeks of implementation support from our in-house team, just helping, you know, put any existing materials, documents you have into the product, um, train you, make sure that you understand that your team understands how to use it. And so that's a, a service that we offer. And then again, we just we have, you know, over 100 employees that are just focused on on training and shooting videos and doing webinars and answering support tickets like we want people to be successful. So when you when you need that operations help, you know, just head over to our website, we've got templates, live chat, anything to help you with your business wow. operations. You definitely do a lot of videos. And I think earlier we showed the video with uh, Montel Jordan. I've seen Damon John, all these, you know, uh, very popular celebrities. And, you know, someone like Damon John, he doesn't speak about anything unless he really believes it, man. You know, so that's really cool, man, Chris. Yeah. Um, you know, you work on vision a lot for Trainio. So what's on the horizon? I mean, what's the next thing that you're focusing on for Trainio? So what I keep saying recently is I, I want Trainual to be like your smartest, longest tenured employee. Wow. You know? And so when you think about your business, if I ask you who your smartest, longest tenured employee is, the one that knows everything about the business that you could go to for anything, you know who that person is in your head. And especially with you know the how quickly AI is moving and how easy it is to collect and parse through information now. We have the opportunity for Trainual to be that sidekick to your business where wow. all of the information, all of the context, all the history, all the expectations for people to be successful lives in Trainual. And that helps both the owner, the managers, the leaders, and every person in the business. So that's what we're trying to build. Chris, I'm going to make sure that we actually put, you know, that offer out there inside of our show notes, man. But uh, you've been an incredible guest and and I'm I'm so impressed with the company. And, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, I wish that we had done it earlier. No kidding. And going forward, Nation, Chris didn't ask me to say that. He didn't pay me to say that at all. I'm just telling you that it has made a difference in our company. We have 15 team members, Chris. And, you know, there's some companies out there that are much larger than us. And I think any size company can use Trainual, you know, but it has done a lot for us. It's moved the needle for us a ton. And I'm sure it can do a lot for a lot of those other businesses out there, man. So um, but that question, I mean, do you have some large businesses that use Trainual? Yeah, some people. 
Yeah, is that for me? Can I use it? You yeah, know? of course. It it just matters on on uh you know who you're trying to train and what your goals are. So just just talk to our team. But we have people with thousands of employees using Trainual. Man. All right, you guys heard it here first. This is uh my my friend uh Mr. Chris Ronzio from Trainual. Uh, CEO and founder of Trainual, an amazing company. Uh, when you guys have an opportunity, go to trainual.com. And he also put his money where his mouth is. And he told you he's going to give you a free trial. And he gave you a special offer to the Going Forward Nation to give you guys not 10, but 20% off. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, that's somebody who stands behind their product. Uh, if you feel this podcast has been amazing to you, I want you to make sure that you share it out to other business owners out there. Chris, you're an amazing guest. Make sure you hold the line for me, my man. Take care, everybody. Going forward, Nation. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to rate our podcast and share it with a friend. Every share, every comment, every rating propels us forward. For more content, insights, and updates, visit ericelliot.com. Remember, your journey, your story is what keeps us going forward. Until next time. I want to thank you all for giving us your most valuable asset, your time. And also a huge thank you to our sponsors over at Optimizer. For all of you who are running PPC campaigns and you want to see how to do it better and get better results and actually boost the performance of your campaigns and save time, Get a free trial at optimizer.com slash go slash VIP.